This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. Real estate investors have experienced some big swings in the market over the past decade. We've gone from dirt cheap foreclosures after the housing meltdown to more difficult investing opportunities today. According to a new survey, that's discouraging many small-scale real estate investors. But difficult doesn't mean impossible. It means you need to be flexible, adaptable, and smart about your choices. I'm Kathy Fedke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. Real estate data company RealtyTrack conducted an investor sentiment survey among 300 real estate investors across the country. It shows that 48% of them feel that the investing environment is worse or even much worse than it was just a year ago. And it wasn't that much better a year ago. The same survey shows that 45% felt that way in 2020 during the first year of the pandemic. RealtyTrack defines small-scale mom-and-pop investors as those who want to buy 1 to 10 properties a year. That includes people who flip homes and those who buy and hold them as rentals. RealtyTrack says 90% of the 19 million single-family rental properties in the U.S. are owned by small investors. It also says there are thousands of people flipping homes at a rate of about one a month, although they're facing more competition from iBuyers like Opendoor, OfferPad, and Zillow. This is the second year in a row for the RealtyTrack Investor Sentiment Survey. RealtyTrack says that last year's survey was evenly split between flippers and buy-and-hold investors. This year, there were more buy-and-hold rental property investors. Researchers say that could be the result of market conditions which are reducing home-flipping returns. Previous research by RealtyTrack's parent company, Adam Data Solutions, shows that the typical gross flipping profit was $67,000 in the second quarter of the year. That's a 33% return on investment compared to a 40% ROI for Q2 in 2020. It's also the lowest ROI for flippers since 2011. RealtyTrack's survey found that real estate investors are most concerned about high home prices. That concern replaced lack of inventory as the biggest worry in last year's survey. Lack of inventory is now second on the list of concerns. Investors are also worried about the cost of materials and labor along with competition from regular home buyers. RealtyTrack's Rick Sharga says investors are more optimistic about the future than they are about the current market conditions, but they do worry about inflation. About 81% of the investors surveyed were concerned about inflation causing material and labor costs to rise, making affordability an issue for prospective homebuyers and renters and increasing the cost of financing. The survey also asked investors about their foreclosure expectations once government protections expire. About 30% of them expect foreclosures to return to a historical level of about 1%, while 33% expect them to increase, but still remain below the level we saw during the Great Recession. The survey titles suggest that real estate investors have soured on the current market. I think a better title might be, real estate investors need to shift their focus. At least that's what we're doing at Real Wealth. The market is changing. It's something that the market always does, so investors need to be flexible and adapt to new conditions. The last 10 or so years have been easy for real estate investors. We had a housing crash and dirt cheap prices, but those prices have been rising for a decade, so now what? Yes, it's harder to get inventory. One of Real Wealth's property providers says that foreclosure auctions have completely stopped, so she's trying to build new homes for buy-and-hold rental investors, although, of course, that has its own challenges today as well. We're entering a new market cycle, so investors need to be more creative. For example, in California, new laws have neutralized the idea of single-family zoning. You can now subdivide a single-family property into a duplex or even a fourplex if the lot's big enough. Investors could live in one and rent the rest out. 
Short-term rentals could also work if local laws allow them. California also allows in-law units or ADUs on single-family properties, which is another way for property owners to create rental income. More creative investors might want to look at ways to help aging baby boomers who need assisted living or younger professionals who need a place to decompress. One of my friends is now turning high-end homes into rehab centers for individuals who need a getaway place to recuperate. Empty hotels could provide an interesting opportunity for apartment conversions. What should you look for? As you know, homes are selling quickly, but that's not 100%. You can look for maybe higher-priced homes that have been sitting on the market for a while and negotiate the price down. At Real Wealth, our teams are helping buyers buy land for the development of single-family rentals. By contributing to these projects at the beginning, we're also able to help builders understand the difference between what should be in a rental home and what an owner-occupant would want in terms of design and materials. You can also learn more about single-family rentals by joining Real Wealth for free. As a member, you have access to our investor portal that's full of educational information and resources for helping you buy rental properties nationwide. You'll also find links to information about RealtyTrack survey in the show notes at newsforinvestors.com. And thanks again for hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review. I've been reading them all and I really appreciate it. I'm Kathy Fedke, and thanks for listening to Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.